International. We are uh, reacting to the news here today on the podcast. Big, big headline news. The uh, Washington Redskins have finally caved and decided to change their name. They will no longer be known as the Redskins. They will be called the Washington Libtards. Now, look, I find it to be offensive. I am not on board with this. But at the same time, I got to say, on a trolling level, A+. plus. All right? My hat's off to the Washington libtards. You did it. You threw it right back in our faces. We have no choice but to sit here and take it. And if you think that's offensive, don't even get me started on what the mascot's going to be. Okay? Because they're not, they're not even changing it. It's, just, it's still going to be the Indian guy. <laughs> But they're going to be called the libtards now. So, they, look, we made our bed, and now we just, we have to sleep in it. My name is Ryan. I was a teen in the 90s. I am not a millennial. Most of my guests are. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Oh, my <sighs> This is the good life. Just relax and let my mind drift. Having Y2K compliant. Slim Jim. Eat my shorts. What's the deal with Aquaman? Could he go on the land or was he just restricted to wood? No stairway. Denied. This is Ryan with the Millennials. All right. Hello and welcome to the show. Shalom from the state of Israel and Asalaamu Alaikum from the state of Islam and Aloha from the state of Hawaii. I think we've covered a lot of our ground there. We have a fantastic show lined up for everyone. Uh, fantastic guest joining me today. Little, little, there's a restless energy coming from across the table. You are ready to go. What up? And we are here with Mahoney, everybody. What, what? What's up? How's it going, Mahoney? Can't complain. Any relation to Mahoney from Police Academy? Uh, Steve Gutenberg is my is my father. Oh shit! Uh, we don't talk. That's unfortunate. But hey, what are you gonna do? You know these these fractured relationships that sons have with their fathers, you know, that is the pain that fuels us to do what we do as creative people. How come he don't want me, man? You know, that is uh, a, 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 a travesty. And let's, let's heal. Let's mend these wounds. I just need some time, man. Together. How are you doing today? I'm good. How you been? I'm doing all right. You've Sorry, had quite... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I fell asleep. You were supposed to... You came and picked me up. I was just passed out in my, in my room. I came, I came uh, from my, my office gig... Uh-huh. And uh, I was banging on your door for about three hours in the freezing cold. I was like, Mahoney, Mahoney, wake up. We got to go uh, do a podcast here. And you were just like leaning out your window, trying to throw a pot of boiling water on me. I didn't really yeah, appreciate that too much. Here, Jew. Hey, we're going there already. Look at that. We've already, we've, we've grazed the surface of race. Uh, Mahoney is a black gentleman. So uh, in case you were wondering if that was off... In case you were wondering if that was an underhanded insult, it's not. I feel like, yeah, that I'm uh, just based. Uh, most people you can tell based on their voice. Yeah, I don't think I'm black enough to tell that I'm black. Well, on my voice. Uh, well, Ethan's in the room right now. Ethan, did Ethan. you know that Mahoney was black? Did you tell I was black? Okay. Yeah, he can. He's nodding. Yes. Because my my black guy voice sounds like a white dude talking like a. I sound like Jesse from Breaking Bad. I think you sound like uh, Jesse from Jesse and the Rippers on Full House. <laughs> I think that's a little slightly more accurate. That was uh, that was um, John Stamos, right? That was the sexy one, right? That was John Stamos. That was the sexy one. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm John happy Stamos. that you're lining yourself up with that attribute of the man. John Stamos is welcome to the picnic. Yeah. You got a good, uh, you got good self esteem. You think you're a you're handsome fella I'm out there. I'm a sexy guy, man. That's good. You I feel get good it. about yourself. I feel like, uh, have you heard? You know, do you know the term "invited to the picnic"? No. What's that? Explain. It's like it's like a term for white people, where like like Jill Stein, not Jill Stein. What's her name? This lady made this document. If you're like if you're like a woke white person, we're like, oh no, you invited to the picnic. Yeah. Am I, I invited like, to the picnic? I guess we'll find uh, out. We'll find out. We'll, we'll find, find out. out. But John Stamos definitely invited to the picnic. Is that right? Who? Are, <laughs> give me some other examples. 
uh bernie sanders definitely invited to the picnic is that right see i've i've heard okay <laughs> from most of my black friends i've heard mixed reviews on bernie sanders on bernie sanders who, who? black comics uh not necessarily comics but name uh, names some uh, some i can't name names but sicko you wouldn't know them anyway but a lot of some of my black friends they just weren't buying what he was selling they were just like this guy is lining up with us and what has he done I mean, yeah, a lot of people can be paranoid about that shit. We're not, <laughs> I get that. It's justified, you know? I like, like, I like to try, I like to at least make an attempt to understand, even though I know I never fully will, what, what the black struggle is. I mean, you're saying woke shit. I feel like you're invited to the funeral, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Why are people that say shit like, just listen, just listen, man. That's those, it. those guys are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, right. And the, the gender version of that is mansplaining. Is there a white-splaining? White-splaining is a thing. That's a thing. I've, heard, I've had white people explain institutionalized racism to me. Like, I didn't know what the fuck's going down. How do, how do they explain it to you? Just super condescending. Uh, a white person... This was, I don't know if this is white-splaining, because I didn't know about Emmett Till, but a white comedian told me about emmett till right as if you didn't know i I didn't know though so i couldn't get mad (laughs) Oh, okay well that was a bad example to select then for this particular what was it okay like people just telling me to be offended about shit that i wasn't initially offended about do you get offended by the by the term black if someone calls you black or do you prefer poc or people of color i don't i don't like people of color i don't really like it either it just means not white like fuck that noise i'm not trying to yeah yeah well, and it, it it also it's this sort of ostracizing term that suggests that white is the thing is the default, right? Exactly. Yeah. So everybody else is the way it's it's shitty. <laughs> yeah, I don't see. I don't see a problem with black because it's all encompassing. Because not every black person is an African American. That's true. I, Some I'm are Caribbean Americans. Exactly. Yeah. I can't. Com- well, yeah. I'm technically African American, but I mean, I know what that means. Like, you have a heritage of slavery, and I don't have that heritage, so. It, that's not the common factor, right? Right. What are what are uh, what was what's been one of the worst instances that you had to sort of uh, face in terms of a white person making you feel uncomfortable? Uh, there's this one time. Okay, it wasn't a white per. Okay, so this guy was on Facebook talking about um, what just happened. Somebody just Philando Castile right around then, mm-hmm. and I started like. Apparently, I, I went too far. He was talking about like, oh, what if one of y'all made me kill myself? I was like, good, kill yourself. Hell yeah. I'm an idiot. I don't know why I said that. Uh, but one of his friends is a comedian. She got on my case. And later on, like based on that, she just thought I was just kind of looking for something to be pissed off about. And later on, Django Unchained, mm-hmm. my favorite movie. Yeah. I started like doing little sketches and I started putting them on Facebook, like a toddler that just saw his favorite movie or something. And... uh she was just like, oh, you know, this movie is like, is directed by a white man. Like, you're not supposed to like this movie. Like, don't tell me what the fuck I'm supposed to like. Right, <laughs> like, right. I like what I like. And she was a white person saying that to you. She wasn't white, but she was Indian. She wasn't, she just wasn't black. Like, yeah. you, get, get out of here. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not. Uh, it's a different experience. Right. If you're not in the treehouse, then don't fucking throw rocks into the window. Right? I mean, yeah. Is that a good analogy? Is that, did you make that up? Just made it up that's right a, now. That's how to made up. Pretty smart person. I get it. No, it's good. I make things up on the spot. That's a good phrase. Thank if you, you don't like trees. If you don't like trees, maybe you should not be climbing them <laughs> and throwing <laughs> coconuts at your neighbor. You just come up with shit. You sound. You just say shit and it sounds wise. You just try to sound smart. That's it. Fuck don't yeah. go scraping your belly on the concrete. That sounds so. That sounds that so sounds wise. Smart. That's good advice. That's don't do that. Just don't scrape your belly on the street. Don't go scraping your belly on the street. You might fall up a tree. <laughs> that now I feel uncomfortable yeah, for yeah. saying, suggesting things about trees, because America's trees. got a filthy history with that. We can't. I mean, what? <laughs> you know, look. This is you, this is not organized. We just kind of we just kind of speak off the cuff. It's super you know? fun though. I'm glad you're having a good time. It's only been, I didn't even start the timer. It's only been uh, what are like a couple seconds here, mm-hmm. a couple minutes. Uh, but you uh, you mentioned to me in the car right over that you grew up in Texas. Yeah, yeah, I was born in Austin. So uh, have you ever been faced with some horrible sort of incidents growing up in Texas, walking in the stores, job interviews, things of that nature? Stuff like that, those the, like the subtleties is never something that I personally notice. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's. We had my, uh, we had a big family reunion recently, and I have a lot of white like white people in my family. Like they're half white. Oh, is that right? And uh, they they their mom is white, and they look white. They don't look black. Okay. We're at a grocery or corner store. We're at a Seven Eleven, and me and my black cousin, and then my two white cousins just saw that like 
they were just staring at us the whole time like where like i never noticed that shit because yeah. people don't want to be outwardly racist like that sure they won't say to my face they don't trust me but like people around me that aren't necessarily part of that world will notice shit like that yeah they make do they make suggestions about it or what do you mean oh well, the people the people at the store yeah like do they i've uh i mean i just assume people that work at corner stores don't like me they don't like anybody but apparently i mean they're polite to some people yeah yeah i just thought <laughs> they're just working and they don't try they ain't trying to have a have a chat with the black dude that came into their store that day sure uh i think the worst thing that's ever happened is in a in my adulthood i was at a i was at Mugshots, which is you know about mugshots, all sure. the comics are there. Yeah, it's a bar down on what's known in Austin as the Dirty Six. Dirty Six. It's just off Thirty Six, but yeah, it's 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 Thirty Six. Yeah. But I was I was there with a friend of mine, uh, Jason, and my parents are going to listen to this. We were okay. <laughs> I was we were smoking a blunt at Mugshots, and we invited this group of people over, and we just start talking. We start talking about like Black Lives Matter and stuff, and they start getting like. We start getting heated and start yelling, but it's still like in the in the interest of like educating one another. Yeah. And one of them, their mom is over there drinking with their her husband. She comes over and she goes, "I saw you yelling at at I think his name was Steven or something." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I was about to come over here and punch you in the throat." Whoa! It starts like yell. She says, "You don't need to be, you know." Eventually, we start. We, I start explaining what we were talking about. I thought maybe she'd like understand a little better. And she's like, uh, "Well, all lives matter." Uh-huh. And then like she starts, and then like at the end, by the end of it, she's yelling like, "If you don't like it, go live your black life somewhere else." I was getting basically kicked out by this stranger. Like I was, I'm kind of a pussy. Yeah. How drunk was she? We were we were both very drunk because I yeah. yelled I yelled back. I, it's been a habit in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like arguments like that take place in bars and not like you know in the food court of the mall. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're drunk, you don't you're not worried about. Yeah, your inhibitions Other are down. You're feelings. like, yeah. yeah, I don't give a shit. All lives matter because that seems to be a reasonable thing to think when you're drunk. But Obviously, all lives matter. The point is some of them don't, and that's why we're not happy. Well, right. And I <laughs> think, you know that. Yeah. yeah, of course I do. I think the people that spread that all lives matter message completely missed the point of the Black Lives Matter one. And yeah. it's just sort of like uh, there was a, somebody posted a, an illustration online about how there's two houses and one of them is burning. Mm-hmm. And uh, one guy uh, shows up and he goes, we need to go take care of the house that's not on fire. Like, and the, but all houses and, matter. Right. And, and right, and the other guy's like, yeah, but this one's on fire. Let's go take care of this one yeah. now. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm not explaining it too well. But no, you, no, that, that's, that's not, it's not, a, it's a common, like, it's a common comparison. Like, that's a very yeah, but accurate way to explain it. <laughs> well, and it's, it's true. And, and, and these, you know, without this becoming a preachy sort of rant on, on race relations in America, it's, there's a very deep rooted, deep seated sort of, institutionalized racism that began way back when because let's face it the black community was strictly you know they were held down and they were enforced to sort of do things yeah uh, that were not you know uh, in the decency of uh, humanity yeah so to speak um but here i am rambling this is supposed to be a oh, funny yeah. my, podcast my my uh I, this is the topic that always ends up getting covered in normal conversations with me sorry are you uh yeah are you the go-to black friend for a lot of people i mean i'm from austin i'm the only black dude from here man yeah <laughs> i went to uh up in williamson county i have a lot of family up there yeah i've gotten arrested there twice mm-hmm. and every time i'm in there I'm, oh this is where all the black people are you put them all in here sure I, uh, I'm way more interested in, in what, like, okay, when I was younger, uh, some of the black people that I hung out with, I was always curious. I'm like, so like, what are some of the white guy stereotypes or some of the, what are some of the white guy things that black people are just like, ah, geez, you know, they all smell like bologna or wet dog. Like one of my friends said <laughs> that and I was like, wait, do black people think all white people smell like that? And they're like, yeah, for the most part. I'm like, holy shit. Like, what are some others? So like, what? What uh, there was another one that you mentioned earlier today, uh, or in this conversation, uh, uh, God, uh, it was just a few minutes ago, but I can't remember. Are there? But are there any like that? Are there any sort of like white uni- stereotypes, universal things that 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 the black community says about white people? Oh man, I mean, we were talking about white splaining earlier. They like that. Yeah, I don't. I think the the thing that I noticed. White people don't like not being the smartest person in the room, or they don't like they don't mind they don't like when people who aren't white are smarter like are the smartest person in the room. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure, they get really defensive about that. Not defensive, but like threatened. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, I'm never the smartest person in the room. Uh, you're in, you're the smartest person in the room right now. Ah, uh, oh, that's very sweet. 
You How, guys, what's your IQ? Y'all went to college. I don't know. You didn't go to college? I mean, I, I, I dropped out this semester. <laughs> I'm 27. I just decided not to be in college anymore. I just felt myself white-splaining a little bit when I said, you didn't go to college? Uh, That's what everybody does. You're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to go to college. That's not white-splaining, but if you started saying, like, oh, that's not what MLK died for... Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, it's white splitting, bro. Right, right. Well, I mean, like, I have any fucking... I saw Selma, but that's about, you know, I mean, and I know the speech. I don't have any fucking uh, right to say anything about that, <laughs> I feel. You know, it resonated with me, but more from an empowerment place. Yeah, yeah I know you would never say that. Uh, not to your face. That nah, is... Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jokes, jokes. Uh, so look, Mahone, Mahoney, I keep mispronouncing your name. Because you spell it M-E-H-O-N-E with the fucking thing over the E. I took that off, though. I feel like I got made fun of enough for keeping that on there. It's not on my birth certificate or anything. It's just... the Eth- Okay, so I'm Ethiopian, and the Ethiopian pronunciation is Mahone. Okay. And people keep saying Mahoney. Uh-huh. So the accent was like, it's E, not E. And I would have thought people would say Mahone. Because, yeah, because the E makes the O along. Yeah, you kind of just stop at the N, the yeah. Mahone. The that e, makes sense, too. You know, it's a pronunciation thing. I might, I'm I'm just I'm leaning in now to just being called Mahoney. Yeah, with a hearty. I like it. Add, add like a, a Y at the end. Just for how about can I call you Big Dog? Big Dad Mahoney. Big Dog Mahones. I'll take it. Hones. Can we call you Hones? You you stepped into the Mahone zone. The Maho- Mahone zone. Oh shit! Look at this. This guy's got his own uh, sports show now. That's a it's a Chris Tell's original. I feel like I shouldn't take credit for that. <laughs> uh, I don't take credit. Uh, <laughs> but you're not really into sports. What's your thing? No. I like movies, I guess. I like doing stand-up. Yeah. Um, I don't even watch that many movies, and yeah. I don't even... Oh, I play piano. I like music. Yeah. Is it... Oh, is that a keyboard in front of me? Is when that did, a... Holy crap. It fell that, uh, from the heavens where? above. What? Look at this. You... Okay, we got a... We got we got a house band. Anyway. How, so long, have, the, uh, how long have you been playing? Well, my whole life, man. Are, is uh, your, is, are your parents musicians? Uh, my dad was. Uh, my mom can't play shit. She doesn't have the. What did your interest. dad play? He played piano. Yeah. Uh, is, he, is he the one that taught you? He uh, paid for my lessons when I was a little kid. Yeah. We didn't really stick with lessons that long. We just kind of got like a basic understanding, and then me and my brother just kind of developed our ear on our own. Yeah. You like music, and you know how to manipulate sound with something. What are you into uh, mostly? Jazz or? I like uh, jazz. I've been doing. I like gospel a lot lately. I'm not religious yeah. at all, but like the genre of gospel good is music. All, it's really good, man. It's so soulful. Yeah. We uh I was Kanye a, has sort of found a way to reinvent it. Yeah, he did. I think Chance the Rapper's really taking the Chance yeah. torch on that. I'm a big I am a fan of Chance, not did, so much Kanye. Yeah, I'm I'm falling off Kanye. That bro- that that broke my heart. Was it the Trump thing? It was a Trump thing because you know he was always been crazy, but like he used to he used to be crazy and say shit like George Bush doesn't care about black people on live television. Right. And now he's, you know. Well, he's making Trump money now. He's cooning it. Yeah. Well, he was making Trump money back then. He was making real money back then. Yeah. You know, the Kardashian, the Kim Kardashian's pissed at him even. Like, a, Kim Kardashian is like, got her head on right more than Kanye does. Yeah. That's, that's heartbreaking for me, man. <laughs> now, if Kanye came out with an album tomorrow, would you listen to it? Man, honestly, I didn't really listen to Pablo. No. I wasn't into it. I, I fell like off it. after 808. I, I fell off after 808, and then I came back on when my beautiful Dr. Twisted Fantasy. Twisted Fantasy. That's when everybody came good. back around. Yeah. Everybody was fucking sick of 808, because that was the autotune album. He was so, it was autotune, and he was being a bitch. He was yeah. such a crybaby, man. Well, that His shouldn't mom be news. <laughs> well, yeah, but he was talking about, fuck you, pay me in college dropout, and then he's talking about, how could you be so heartless? Yeah. Like, and singing that shit. It's like Kanye was channeling Morrissey or some shit. Every younger person I talk to tells me, I just, I don't understand the Kanye thing. And I do. I I know, I know where he's coming from and I know what he's doing, but there's a sense, there's a, when you're that talented and you're that much of a game changer, that comes along with a little bit of class and how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're a genius and you know you're a genius, you don't fucking run around telling everybody you're a genius. You just be a genius. I mean, he's been doing that since the he's been doing that since the call, since, the, since the dropout trilogy. Well, then you know what? Fucking stop, because uh, yeah. you're successful enough where you don't have to rest on that. That you know, you don't have to rest on your laurels there. You know, I mean, you could just evolve and become the fucking wise artist it, it was that just, everybody knows you probably already are. I think the reason I was okay with that because I I don't mind his attitude. Like 
I, I think the reason I was okay with it is it, it came off purely as insecurity. Yeah. I, ne- I never interpreted those, him being allowed about as anything besides just pure insecurities. Exactly. And I, I there's think I a related huge, to There's that. a huge difference between the way he does it and the way James Brown was doing it. James Brown was pure confidence, but like Kanye, was, you could tell he, he didn't really like himself very much. He still yeah. doesn't like himself. There's a reason, you know... He, just busted out of a mental hospital. He doesn't like himself. He was compensating, overcompensating. Yeah. And was, like, you fucking date a Kardashian. Yeah. I mean, come on Kardashian. Kardashian. You're not a millennial. <laughs> no, of course not. What, I mean, that's the fucking point of the podcast. What were you explaining to me? What were we doing on the car ride over? We were, we were going over the ways in which we use bruh. Yeah. So like, you know, bruh is like, what is it? It's, it's like, bruh. I'm about to say something like fucking mind blowing. I'm about to say some real shit, like bruh, bruh, and then like I just the, bought some ellipses. sick boxer briefs at Target. Yeah, bruh, a little, little pot. bruh. But then it's also like mm-hmm. bruh. What the fuck are you talking about? Bruh, bruh. I uh, was talking about Eric Nimmer. Use it as a he uses nigga the same way. He'd be like nigga. Yeah, like it's a it's just an expo, it's just exclamation on its own. It's like a it's his own emoji. That's how he's using it, right? Nigga. Yeah, it's uh, that. I get. I tense up a little bit when you when it's said like that. <laughs> I, I think it's because I don't know. I'm not very black, so it makes people uncomfortable. Did you ever see the? No, you don't. You, is there a loss of identity somehow, or is it just something that you, you you're Mahoney? You're Mahoney first. You're not. You don't want to be defined. Well, I I mean I, I'm black. Regardless, I'm black. I'm the black dude when, right. in any room I walk into. Yeah. I don't know how much I have an identity issue. I think white people ha- have a problem. Yeah, where I'm, where, where to put me? Like, I don't have an identity issue until one of my friends would be like, "Oh, you're not like the rest of them." Like basically, shit like that. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's that's Texas, man. That's, that's how you that, do. You stop talking to somebody after they say something like that. I wouldn't have any friends if I did that. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, forgive me for saying so, but that I, that's that breaks my heart. Especially be, since Austin prides itself on being this progressive city. Oh, which, no, that's complete nonsense. It's, yeah. That's nonsense. Which is fucking absolutely <laughs> hysterical to me. You know why I think people, you know why I think Austin is liberal? Because all the people that grew up in their religious families were sick and tired of being told how to fucking think a certain way. Mm-hmm. So they were just like, that's it. I'm cashing out. And they ran away from like Nebraska or Oklahoma. And they come here because it's like, this is the liberal city, but it's not. It's just lazy. It's just the mm-hmm. lazy city. People just don't want to be bothered with that fucking, uh, you know, uh, Christian whatever, those handcuffs that get put on people yeah. when you're young and you're told how to fucking conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. But they're, you know, in terms of like, progressive cities austin i think is pretty far down on the list that are considered progressive no yeah it definitely it's like the highest it's the fastest gentrifying big city in america it's yeah um but people don't even try to see beyond what's in front of them i feel like like the next generation will be like more i don't know like like they're all gonna be raised by these hippies these lazy ass hippies i feel like they're gonna yeah maybe were your parents hippies no my parents were fucking refugees <laughs> like, yeah my, from uh, ethiopia from ethiopia yeah what did they escape uh it was like late 80s ethiopia or like early late 70s like early 80s ethiopia they had um uh this thing called the red terror yeah this is, uh west is um what's it called marxist oh yeah the, like the marxist red scare University. yeah communism yeah yeah um, so he went through there groucho like, marxist yeah but also like there was like communist like 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 you know define openly defying him and so like my uncles were they didn't do shit they were all they were like selling drugs and making a fake passports to get out of ethiopia oh yeah so they they were about to get caught so they all walked to europe yeah i have no i know very 16 17 year old like yeah they walked fucking walked to europe that's insane jesus how did they not get stopped on along the way they take the long route I mean, they they went. I don't know. I don't know exactly what route they took. They were in Somalia for a little bit. That's <laughs> the safe haven of Somalia. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like Afri- might, African history, even up until you know uh, what happened in Sudan and Rwanda. I feel like that is what should be taught more, because it's not. You know, things seem to taper off after World War II and Vietnam, and then uh, I don't know what's being taught in schools now, but. I know that those subjects aren't being touched on. Yeah, I wonder what they're. 
I feel like 9-11 is definitely being talked about, right? That's like a history. Yeah, 9-11. Know? It's been long enough that it can be in a history book. I remember being in New York the day it happened, but... Jesus, what was that like? Uh, it was crazy. It was nobody... Uh, I think what was going on that day was everybody's priority was to know that who they knew was okay. Yeah. That's what was going on. And then as the day progressed, we tr- attempted to make sense of it. But the thing about New Yorkers is that you know, not to fucking blow my own saxophone here. There you go, a little bit of music for you. Just keep on making these things up, man. <laughs> not to blow my own fucking saxophone. The thing about New Yorkers is that we have this this sort of elevated sixth sense mm-hmm. to think beyond and to sort of look at things from a broader perspective. Most of us. I don't want to speak for everyone. So I think as we were attempting to make sense of what was happening that day, there was really nothing we could do. We knew what was happening because we knew we were being attacked. Yeah. And it's like, what you fucking feel helpless. Fuck. And um, I remember Arabs were getting attacked, uh, at least on Staten Island, which is where I was at the time. And I remember two days later, we all, me and a couple of friends drove out to a school, a university out in Long Island called Stony Brook. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we did that is because we had a friend who was going there, but we just wanted to get a little, we wanted to get away from the city for the time being. And uh, Stony Brook happens to be right by the water, right by the, the uh, Long Island Sound or the, uh, the ocean over there. So we just chilled on the beach for a few days because uh, Staten Island, like all the highways, lanes were being sectioned. Though. Nobody was going to work, obviously. It was a fucking madhouse, man. The place was burning to the ground. <laughs> People were, you could smell death in the air, even from Staten Island. I mean, I remember... You go outside and there was just a plume of gray smoke over the entire city. Um, I think the ensuing decade was really when everybody was trying to fight through it somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, we were all like, what happens next? What do we do next? And then douchebag is starting wars with other countries. Mm-hmm. And it just became a very sort of uh, test of our will. Who are we as a country? Not so much who are we as people. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do we do now that this happened? How do we pick up the pieces and move on to something else? And you can't. You just have to sit with the pain. It was actually, I was 22 when 9-11 happened. And it came at a very strange time in my life. I had just graduated college. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out who I was as an adult. But the country was trying to figure itself out yeah, yeah. as it moved forward wow. into this new century. Yeah, it was a very sort of heartbreaking, it was very sad, it was a very tumultuous decade to live in New York. But it was an experience I would not trade in for anything. Yeah. Because my eyes were opened to a lot of things, whether I wanted them to be or not. And I knew, you know, I had second degree connections to people who died. You know, I have friends that had friends who were cops. I had friends who had friends that were working in those buildings. Some got out. Uh... I don't know that I know anybody who worked at Cantor Fitzgerald or anything like that. But a lot of my friends knew people because, again, 22 years old, my age group, that 22 to 26 year old, that's who is, that's who are cops and fire, you know, firemen. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just remember hearing about somebody mention another person that they knew that they couldn't find or that was dead. And, you know, nothing was on TV, you know, for a good week or so. I remember seeing a toothpaste commercial. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was for. Probably Aquafresh. Mm-hmm. It's a very refreshing toothpaste. I highly recommend everybody go out and pick it up. Plug in. Uh, Aquafresh <laughs> is a sponsor. Also, you know, things were getting a little too weird. But uh, <laughs> this is a real-ass conversation. It's a real conversation. None of that was funny. It was super interesting. <laughs> a, a toothpaste commercial came mm-hmm. on, and I'd already come back from, from Stony Brook. And uh, I just remember watching a fucking toothpaste, com- toothpaste commercial and thinking, oh, thank God, we're 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 on the we're heading back to normalcy. Yeah. Obviously, we weren't, but at that moment, it's weird what you fucking you isolate and began coping though. Like it feels like right. Yeah, it was it that was the coping. That yeah. was you just want everything to go back to normal, and it it never will. It never has. Yeah, you know. Uh, again, I feel like I'm going off on tangents here, but you know. If you look at the similarities between what's going on in America today compared to what was going on at the turn of the previous century with the Industrial Revolution, that's what's happening with the technical technology, technological revolution. Mm-hmm. All this shit is sort of repeating itself. We have no idea who we are anymore. 
America's figuring it out. 9-11 kicked that off. Fucking just when you think we took two giant steps forward with the last guy in office, now this fucking guy comes along. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where, what, what are we? Who are we? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? We were on the right path here, folks. What the fuck happened? <laughs> so uh, th- these, are the th- these are the sort of, th- these are, this is what you reflect on. These are the things that shape who we're going to become. And I think right now there's just too much going on for us to really make sense of it all. Yeah. You know, people are pissed off that jobs are being outsourced, but there's plenty of jobs in other sectors or other industries. You just got to, it's we're we're learning to adapt. And interesting enough, this podcast is sort of speaks to that, you know, yeah, we don't yeah. know, we don't always have millennials on mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is becoming a little bit of a, you know, a little joke within itself. But the goal here was to figure out what's going on with, with your generation, because you guys are carrying the torch right now, mm-hmm. whether you want to or not. And people get pissed off at millennials, which, by the way, is a stupid word, but uh, it's the new hipster in my what, opinion. What's stupid about it? I just don't like it. I just don't like that it, it, it carries generalizations with it, and it carries connotations, and it's like, you're a millennial, that means you're this. And mm-hmm. you're not. You know, not all, not everybody born in that. I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even sure what the stereotypes are for... Uh, narcissism. Okay. Uh, you know, everything has to be in a celebratory or, or from a... Everybody wants to be a celebrity. Everybody wants to do something to stand out, uh, you know. But I look at a generation with a lot of positive attributes, and that's why I'm trying to connect because I'm with you guys. <laughs> I don't want to be... You. Yeah, I don't want to be with the other with on the other team i want to be with you guys that's why i'm in i don't want to say what i do for a living but that's why i'm trying to learn all this digital shit and that's why i'm trying to connect and that's why i think you guys narcissism aside which i don't even think is a new problem that a a generation faces i think that's been going on for a long time i think that you guys have it somewhat figured out i think you guys are are shifting ideas and beliefs in a direction that it should be going and this previous election be damned yeah you fuck. Know? i haven't let you talk at all i'm so I sorry know, i got i got into into what you were talking about though yeah what's also, uh, i'm scared i'm gonna have nothing to say and look like an idiot <laughs> no man you you're not you're not you're not a stupid guy you're a very smart individual <laughs> play some piano for us what do you got what do you want what do you want to hear man well, you got kanye? you know any kanye i know some kanye yeah uh, billy joel oh man perfect <laughs> your glass of whiskey everybody sing us a song you have a coffee cup full of whiskey right there you brought the whiskey with you huh yeah i spilled it all in the front yard i was like i want to start drinking now yeah i probably shouldn't have said that on on the microphone (laughs) let's hear some music um yeah i feel like playing anything slower i I feel like playing some slow now we just talked about some real shit yeah play Play something slow and then i'll I'll narrate something over it it'll be like a like a not a poetry slam, but like a, you know, a performance, performance piece. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you. Ready? Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, on the keys, Mr. Mahoney Mahoney. (laughs) Mahoney Mahoney. Ladies and gentlemen, keep playing. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mahone Zone. I'm your host, Ryan Mahoney. On the keys, Mahoney. You know, in times of need, when all you want to do is cry out, all you want is a shoulder to rest your head on, all you want is to be loved and to know that there's someone you can love too. It's times like these that you got to reach for a tube of Aquafresh toothpaste. Aquafresh. Uh, yes, that Aquafresh toothpaste. There you go. That was a commercial. We just shot a commercial. It was like a, a little you know, improvised commercial there. We're very inventive people. We are. We work with what's in front of us. Rage. <laughs> Here's a fun game. You play a Kanye song, and then I'm just gonna pre- I'm just gonna try and guess which one it I'm is. Try to guess which one it is. Okay. Ready? Right. Here we go. Uh, or I'll, you play it. I'll start singing along to it. All right. All right. <clears throat> when I know what it is. 
you know what song it is at home, don't shout it out, okay? I have to guess. Yeah, that's a good one. Now this is a story all about how my life... What'd you stop for? Did I get it? I get it right? No, you're spot on, yep. Spot on? Keep going, Fresh Prince of... Chicago. Fresh Prince of Kanye. What's another one? Uh, what's a Kanye song? You got uh, you know how to do uh, yeah, okay. No, it's the Through the Wire. One. You know that one? That's like the most popular one, right? What's his most famous song? Uh, I thought all the lights would have been. I don't know how I could play all uh, Through the Wire. Well, you don't have to play a Kanye song. You can play any song you want. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you down anymore, Mahoney. I can't even make up words. Let's start scatting. Ready? Okay, go. Maybe uh, jazz it up a little bit. You know how to jazz yeah, it up? Yeah. What are you stepping on down there? Pedal? Yeah, yeah. Got you got a, some effects? got a sustainer pedal. Sustainer pedal? Yep. What does that do? It, uh, does it sustain? It sustains a note without having to hold it. So it keeps going. Oh, oh word. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Ethan, jump on in if you feel the need. Music. Music. Can you, Ethan, can you freestyle? No, Ethan. <laughs> Here we go. Jazz it up a little bit for me. We're gonna we're gonna bring this one home. Just a reminder: don't drink and drive unless you're a piece of shit. to just make <laughs> no it's good it's like uh, when you eat a mouthful of stuffing Mm-mm-mm. that's good mm-hmm. stuffing this episode is brought to you by stuffing <laughs> every time I like to load my bot up with starch and celery I go for stuffing what is stuffing anyway stuffing is the food of the gods that's not an answer right stuffing brings people together Mahoney is it like, it's just bread though, right? Like meats and shit and gravy? It's bread and love and meat and gravy and all the things that we all look forward to. <laughs> Stuffing. <laughs> Let's uh, do a little something upbeat now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you, you know what you're doing? You, you hit it and quit it. Don't quit it. You just keep going, man. Salsa. I want to see you break a sweat. Okay, here we go. You wanted to do some Elton John. <clears throat> Sorry. David Bowie. David Bowie. I miss Mr. David Bowie. <laughs> Where are you, David? Up in the stars. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been playing? <laughs> My whole life, man. Yeah? Yeah. Did we cover this ground already? Like, what, um, I guess your dad showed you? Did you have a piano in the house growing up? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, I have the piano I grew up playing. I, my mom... Uh my mom moved to Georgetown. She didn't want to take it with her, so it's okay. It's in my living room now. You uh, you also teach you teach kids. Yeah, you teach I kids see, how to play piano. Holy shit, I mold minds. Yeah, are you? Uh, do you have a lot of patience with them? Uh, yeah, 
they're they're funnier than they're annoying like they're yeah weird ass little kids do they ever ask you stupid questions kids do that a lot they're they're uh they're pretty confident they kind of tell me shit rather than like this one little girl well first of all yeah what age group so the youngest one is eight yeah oh no the youngest one is like six mm-hmm. so there's these two kids that their mom's like a drug addict and their dad recently died. Oh, that's a not so a happy story. They have, yeah, I'm I'm sorry for bringing y'all down. Jesus like, Christ, man. They have no attention span because they just is? need attention. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the youngest one's like six years old and then the oldest one is 14. Okay. There's an eight-year-old named Gabby and uh, I was playing and uh, I was teaching let's her. Not, uh, let's refrain from mentioning the kids' names from here on out. Uh, oh, shit. That's okay. He can bleep that out. I mean, it's a first name, but let's just, uh, from yeah, now, yeah, yeah. from going, f- yeah, going. Actually, I got now. the name wrong anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's not right. It's not the one you said. Uh, so I was playing piano. She's, she's, she's playing a song and her mom's right there and her mom's like, she goes, oh, that sounded good. And they're white, by the way. And the kid yeah. goes, <laughs> just not ironically, she's, it was just with her heart. She's like, girl, I know that's right. <laughs> adorable. <laughs> yeah. You think, yeah, she was, she was trying to connect with you. Yeah, I guess it just was. It was straight from her heart. Like it was some sincere, like some, some she got, sincere she got shit. Some right there, some sass came off of there. What uh, girl? I know that's right. It's <laughs> <This is> adorable. <laughs> like a little girl saying that. <laughs> just a little. little. What? Uh, how many students do you have currently? Uh, six. Six. Yeah. Are they any of them brats? You got any brats? Yeah. Some of them just don't want to play. That one I was mentioning earlier will like. Do they? Do they sit at, on the bench with you and they're like, "Listen, you fucking piece of shit." <laughs> We're going to play the song I want to play. <laughs> and then they light up a cigarette and they fucking just... <laughs> you can like, leave now. Take it from three. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that eight-year-old fucking... Sassy dames. Gives it to me. Yeah. What uh, what is you know what kind of songs do you teach him? Mary Had a Little Lamb? Yeah, shit like that. It's, it's just teaching him fundamentals. Yeah. I'm teaching him how to count at the same time as they play. Yeah. And uh, do, they, do any of them have potential? Are we looking at a future star? Um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I like watching them grow. I like watching them like learning shit. Like that's kind of cool. Like yeah. you didn't know how to do this before. And now you're playing with both of your hands. Yeah. There's one girl who, uh. That's gotta be interesting to, to sort of track the par- the progress. Yeah, no, it's exciting. It's like, I, yeah. I did that. I did that for a person. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I used to work with high school students and it was always, it was always, you know, not all of them were great, but mm-hmm. it was always amazing to watch the ones who really sort of. Uh, were different people by the end of the school year mm-hmm. you know like somebody's journey it's yeah. interesting to watch them start off of as one person and then end up as a completely different person in a in a more favorable light yeah and sometimes they go the other way sometimes they end up uh you know dealing ecstasy at the old skrillex concert <laughs> the old skrillex concert <laughs> yeah Mung, am i gonna see you there you know any skrillex can you play some skrillex <coughs> i don't know any skrillex he was can in you? a band before though right Wasn't yeah he? he was in a uh, sound garden no, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he was. I'm you telling jackass. you. Yeah, look it up. Wikipedia that shit. Come on, you think I just sit here and make stuff up? What kind of show do you think this is? Everything is fact driven. Sorry, <laughs> I was thinking. Would you know how to play EDM on that thing? There's like weird settings on this. Let's fuck around with the settings on yeah. here. Let's fuck around with the settings a little bit. All right. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got that. You got that dirty funk face on right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little Bootsy Collins. You know Bootsy? Yeah, man. It's Bootsy, baby. Bootsy, yeah. It's Bootsy, baby. <laughs> are the, are the, is, the key, is the keyboard uh, drowning, drowning out the mics? Is it a little loud? A little loud. Sound good there? We good? Uh, I don't even know. Oh shit. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like 90s house music now. Like out of nowhere, some, <laughs> some British one is going to start singing. Ready? Keep going. Keep going. No, no. 
It's 90s house music. I'm gonna get you. Every song, they're always gonna come get you. Ooh, what's this? This is kind of like. Keep a, with it. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, this is like. A, this is the building now. It's got. This is like sing super old. It's got so many weird. What? But yeah, what setting was that that you just played? What was it? I don't even know how to place that. Who would that resemble? Cutting clave. Oh, that's not that, one. <laughs> that old school. Ooh. Okay. Oh. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, we're jamming here. My voice is my instrument. Let's find something cooler. Okay. What's that say? Headbanger. Oh, no, I don't like that at all. Neither. It sounds like a fucking Target commercial. Whoa. <laughs> it's very triumphant. It's very Welcome to the uh, 2016 Olympics. Where is, oh, I lost it. Uh, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was this one. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Give, me, give me the intro. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mahone Zone. I'm Mahona Celeste. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, you hit it. And quit what else it. to say after that? You, you got to commit. Commit to that. Uh, shit. I peaked, and I'm Mahona Celeste. You hit and quit, but you need to hit and commit. <laughs> hit and commit. Hit and commit. Oh man. Keep going with this. What else you got on there? You got Flower Child. What's that going to be? Let's see. This is great. I feel like we just discovered something that hasn't been around for the past 45 years. This thing is probably at least 45 years old. It's such a piece of shit. Is it? Not 45. That's crazy. No, I was asking if it was really... It doesn't really look like a piece of shit. I'm actually curious how interesting this episode is now. I, I'm sorry. This is probably... Yeah, this is oh, no. It's on good. me. I'm wondering uh, I'm wondering uh, uh, where we go with the uh, with the theme song here. You, you wanna, you wanna, can we do a theme song? New theme do, song uh, for the show? Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the name of the show again? Oh, it's uh, this is called uh, WTF. Okay, no, it's Ryan with WTF, the millennials. Huh? It's Ryan with the millennials. <laughs> Could explaining your jokes to me? Like, I don't. I know. That. I do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What did exactly. you say earlier? I look in the car. You were like, you said, uh, I said, I, I you, said, I have sex. I cut holes in my pants, and that's how I have sex. And you were, and like, you were you, like, oh, really? And I'm like, I'm I just wasn't. Joking. I wasn't even saying. I was just going with the bit. You were and going you were along like, with it. Yeah, you were just very serious. You, you, you know, I'm joking. I don't. I don't yeah. fuck through my clothes, right? <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but I do sometimes. That's how I do it. I don't know if... It's a whole new level. I thought I was the only one. Let's do a... Uh, can you do a... Um, can you do like a, a 90s type theme song? Let's see what this one's like. Techno, hip, techno and hip hop. Why? It says... Okay. your brain this is my podcast <laughs> this is my podcast that was good I'm man crit. oh go keep going don't stop okay oh. i'm bridging the gap don't take a nap listen up everyone this is my Boy's like, I don't want to be here right now. <laughs> Ethan's loving it. He loves it. He's dancing right now. I'm watching him. He's nodding his head. He's doing some break dancing. I'm impressed. Such a small room. All right. Just, you, I did good feel, because I think that's the, that's, that's the limit that I could do with freestyling. Do you know how to freestyle? No, I can't freestyle. I was going to say, I'll play the keyboard and we'll see if you freestyle. Okay, let's go. All right. We're going to switch now. <clears throat> okay. You want to switch right Yeah. All right. No, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay I'll switch. Okay. Yeah. All ready? right. Are we you ready? We've switched seats now. This is now me playing the keyboard, and Mahoney is now going to freestyle. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. Ready? Here comes the beat. I'm playing. Uh huh. I think I'm figuring this out now. What does this do? Whoa. Look at this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mahoney Zone. Huh? 
I'm not a... Yeah. You, whenever you're ready, here we go. I'm going to... My name's Mahoney. I ain't phony. Light up your spliffs and let's get stony. Stony Brook is the school I visited on 9-11. Meanwhile, back in the CD, the angels, they're in heaven. Grew up with some white folks in my family. <laughs> hey! I'm I tried. Really, you're really, you're really, I tried. You look. I my my. I think my keyboard skills are pretty good right there. No, you're great. You're a great beatboxer too, by the way. Holy shit! Hey, you know I, I'm a multitasker. Uh, let's round things out here. Let's let's slide into home. This was a lot of fun. Did you have a good time? Yeah, it looks great, man. I uh, I feel like we've we've connected a little bit. I feel yeah, like man. you could be that. You know, if we ever do a live show, would you be into being the house band? Yeah, man. We want to do a live show somewhere. If anybody's listening to this and knows of a venue. I could accommodate. Give us, give send an Hit email. Up. Ryan has a podcast at gmail.com. That is the email. Please, uh, venues aside, please drop a line. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, constructive criticisms only. Come on now. We've got thin skin, us artists. Uh, just joking. Say what you need to say. We, uh, we, will, we may read it on an episode uh, as long as it doesn't mention the C word. But yes, Ryan has a podcast at gmail.com. Mahoney, I want to thank you for coming by, man. Hey, man, no problem. I Thanks think you killed me. it. Did you, did, yeah, it was fun. You had a good time? Yeah, I had a good time, man. You're drinking some whiskey? Yeah, drinking some whiskey. It's not even whiskey. I accidentally bought Silent Comfort. All right, that which, works. You know what that is? Uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a, what is it, like a, a brandy? No, it's a- It's like a whiskey-flavored liqueur. It's disgusting. Oh, that sounds disgusting. How is that's not going down smooth? I mean, it's very sweet. Well, uh, Mahoney is going to sip on his Southern Comfort, and uh, we are going to wrap things up here. Want to thank Mahoney for for sitting on the show. Hey. And here's something I never do, and I'd like to do it a lot more. I'd like to plug the network that this podcast appears on, and that happens to be Body Tape International. So if you enjoy this show and you'd like to hear others, uh, please visit uh, the website. It's bodytapeintl.com. Uh, the network is Body Tape International. There's tons of amazing shows on there put out by super producers, Ethan and Donna. Spin by, give, a, give, a, uh, give another show a listen, and uh, continue to come back to us. We love having you here, and that is our show. So uh, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, see you. Guys. International.